I'm Stephen Pesavento, and welcome to the Name Your Number podcast presented by the Investor Mindset. As someone who comes from a challenging childhood, I've spent my life seeking financial security, personal growth, and ultimately freedom. The freedom to not wake up worried about the next paycheck, but rather with the confidence of knowing that my passive income pays my bills without the need to think about it. When you name your number that you'll earn passively, that creates your ultimate quality of life, then I believe you've achieved real freedom. Welcome to my show. It's time to name your number. What's cool about private real estate when you're buying a 200-unit multifamily building, the only difference between that and a REIT is the REIT started out as a big fund and they decided to go public so they could cash their private investors out at a much higher multiple, like 3x what they would get selling on the private market. And so it's so important to start getting that knowledge and understanding that so that you can then start building another path, right? Welcome to the Name Your Number podcast presented by the Investor Mindset. We're on a mission to create financial freedom for over a million investors. And when you name your number, the number that you want to earn passively every single month that creates your ultimate quality of life, then I believe that you've achieved real freedom. And if you're ready to name your number and to create your passive investment plan that you'll follow step-by-step, step, then head over to investormindset.com number to download the free guide to get started. And for those of you who are ready to build this plan together with me and a community of other investors just like you, you'll be invited to schedule a call with one of my top advisors to see if it's a fit. Now let's get into the show. Today, I'm excited to have on J.M. Ryerson. How are you doing today, J.M.? Brother, I am blessed. I'm happy. Uh, had an amazing show with you. So, I mean, look, to do it back to back in one day, that couldn't be better, man. I love it. I love it. I love your energy. And for those of you guys who don't know J.M., he's built and successfully exited two companies that have created him personal and financial freedom. He runs Let's Go Win, which is a phenomenal process that's allowed him to transform himself and leaders that he works with to be able to really step up their game, upgrade their mindset, and really just run better businesses. So we'll talk a little bit about that before we get into all of the conversation about financial freedom and investing and building business. Let's start out on a personal note, looking back at earlier in your life. What events or influences from your childhood shaped who you are today? And how did that play a role in your money and investing journey? Yeah, there's two that stand out to me. Um, me going to college, uh, I, I was bound and determined I was going to play college basketball, even though I was a far better swimmer. And so I had this very, very clear memory of I had full rides to name a pack 10 school at the time for swimming or I had blown out my knee twice in high school and and mm -hmm. I had like an offer to go to a small junior college in eastern Montana and I think they're going to pay for my books and to the chagrin of my parents especially my dad I chose to go play basketball so as a parent today it's really hard because my son's going through this recruiting process right now I put myself in my parents' shoes, how hard that would be to be like, school's all paid for over here. It's a much higher accreditation, all the contacts, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to go over here to this tiny school. Yeah, One of the best decisions I could have ever made because it was mine. 
And I yeah. got to own that, right? Because you still couldn't convince me I wasn't going to be in the NBA. I just was. That was my vision. Yeah. And then, of course, I blew out my knee again, and that didn't happen. But you know what, brother? It it allowed me to own that choice, even though the decision maker at the time, my parents, they really disagreed with it. And so it taught me that no matter what, no matter good or bad, and it ended up being an incredible experience, but um, I owned it. And I got to own the fact that I'm not going to this fancy school and I am going to pursue my passion. Oh, and the passion and the dream fails. And I get to own that too. And so it was just Mm. one of those things that I think early in life to see that decision through and know that the consequences or the successes there, they were mine and I got to own it. And I, I got to live in my truth. So that's one. There's another one. I I think, I think just on that to stop there for a second. I mean, it's beautiful because you made a choice for yourself. You made a decision. You had a vision. You made a decision to go after that. Although now you've got new information. You look at it differently today. Maybe Um, you look at it and you were able to go through that process and learn a ton. I mean, what did you learn by going and doing it that way and then having, you know, that career kind of pulled away from me because of an injury. Yeah. You know, I learned, I have no regrets. I pursued what I wanted to and I, and it didn't work out uh, the way I had envisioned. And yet I wouldn't take it back because that next knee injury, I ended up going to study abroad and seeing most of Europe and how the world works. And so it, it's kind of like the the story where the monk, you know, the they something bad happens and the village is like, oh, you're so lucky. And he's like, we'll see. And then something really bad happens. And he's how unlucky you are. He's like, we'll see. That's kind of how it felt. It's like, yeah. you know, what? this didn't work out. And I'm really glad I can look back and say I pursued my dream no matter what. So yeah. and and then living abroad, brother, which maybe I would have if I was playing pro ball, but. The truth is maybe I wouldn't have. And I got to experience living all on my own in a country that I don't speak Dutch. So uh, they speak a lot of English. So it wasn't like yeah. I was totally on my own, but you know, you're thousands and thousands of miles away from your family. And, and that taught me a ton too. So I, I just don't believe in regrets. And, and so I got to make the choice and deal with the the good and the bad and the ugly. Yeah, I really, truly believe, you know, I've been through a lot of, you know, struggles and challenges growing up into my teens, 20s, 30, you know, you're dealing with challenges throughout your life. And it's it's really about what do you learn and take away from that? Now, there's things along my path that maybe if I could go back and hit undo it, it'd be great to be able to not experience that. But at the same time, the worst things in life usually are what create you into being the person you are if you choose to use that in order to propel you forward and in order to grow and change who you are. And so, you know, getting into this concept around finance and business, you've had a bunch of success. You've built a number of businesses, you've exited them. And now you're on kind of your third venture. You're supporting people really growing in in leadership and, and development. Talk to me a little bit about those businesses that you built and exited and what was the strategy there? What was the business and how did you guys go about creating income and wealth? Yeah. So the first three companies that I built were in financial services. And the first one was dynamic. We were young, we were hungry. We had no freaking clue what we were doing, but through blood, sweat, tears, we were going to get it done. 
And it was an amazing time. It was chaotic. And it was where I really cut my teeth as being an entrepreneur. And it all started with the guy that hired me. He had one office in, in Sacramento. And I said, why don't you go all over the country? He's like, well, why would I? I think he's making like low or, you know, just under seven figures a year. And I said, well, why not? And so I ended up opening an office in Portland. We grew that to eight. Then we merged into another company and that was six years of hell. And it Mm. wasn't that they were bad human beings. We were just not value aligned at all. My marriage was a mess, you know, know, separated for a year. My health sucked. Like it it was just not a good time. Yeah. Again, I got to own that decision because I made that, that we chose to merge to go completely national. And then the third company, we exited the second one finally, and we created another, again, financial service across the country. And it was awesome. And our values were aligned. We were, you know, a lot more work-life balance, definitely spending more time at home, growing faster because it really grew into my leadership role. And it was great. It was great. And it served its purpose. And then I, I ended up selling out actually the early part of this year. And yeah. it's so interesting. You said something at the beginning of the show. You said talking about passive income and then versus, you know, this, this buyout. There's a lot that goes into that, man, where mm-hmm. when you're used to making X and it just comes in no matter what, even yeah. when you get the good size check, the big check, yeah. it's weird, man, because it's like, oh, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, you've got to go create it again. So yeah. it's fascinating uh, and mindset, it, it really is because you're going to get tested no matter what. Even when you get that big check, you're going to be like, oh, shoot, it's not coming in anymore. And so it's been totally. a wild ride. It's interesting because there's a couple things that I want to highlight here. You talked about the importance of vision and values being aligned. You know, this happens to a lot of people. They're in a job or a career and that's out of alignment. And so it feels like the job or career is out of alignment, but it's really, it could be that it's really, you just got to be working with the right people. Cause all of a sudden you went and did the exact same thing, had a much different experience, much different outcome. And that brought you to a much better place. But then talking about the exit, it's like so many of us in business, you know, really name your number was born out of a realization that I have been focusing a decade on building something with the intent of exiting it. Now in my business happens to be commercial real estate, buying large two, 300 unit apartment buildings and other types of real estate assets. And with the end goal of, oh, cool, we're going to get paid in five or 10 years and we're going to make most of our money then. And that was really appealing from that exit mindset, very much that of an entrepreneur. But then I, I've been preaching and speaking about passive income. I've known about it for God knows how long. And I realized that I needed to personally make a change to name my number and to kind of go down that path. But for you, I'm curious, like, you know, you've, you've built this identity as in financial services, you've built this company, you're an owner, you're making probably amazing money that's coming in every single month. That's active, right? You got to exchange your time and effort and knowledge in order to create that, but it's consistent because you've built a great business. Now you have an exit, which is what most business owners are really building for. So you were lucky because you actually had built a business. You could sell a lot of people think they're going to, and they never get there. But for you, what was it like once all of a sudden that income spigot was turned off, but you had this big check in the bank? 
Yeah. Believe it or not, again, I'm a mindset coach. The amount of fear that came all of a sudden, it just washed over me, even though there's a big check sitting in the bank. But now the guarantee, this this thing that's been coming for 18 years, this just mailbox money, that's stopped. And now while I've created another thing with Let's Go Win, I told you, I don't believe in regrets, but... As we talked about on Let's Go Win podcast with you, yeah, I wish I could talk to my 20-year-old self and be like, hey, bro, let's really invest so that your money is working for you. It's yeah. the one thing I will say, I'm good. I'm really good at building businesses. But when it comes to investing, that's more my wife. So yeah. it's, it's been a fascinating journey to be in financial services, to yeah. purchase and sell and all these homes. And yet I really haven't created that sustained growth of passive income without me touching it. And so I actually told my wife earlier this year, I said, you know what? This is the year of passive income growth. And she goes, well, Jamie, you've been doing that forever. And I was like, not really, because it always still involved me where now I get a chance to learn something new, meet amazing, uh, you know, experts like yourself and say, all right, dude. I don't know. I promise you, I don't know uh, when it comes to investing, especially in real estate and commercial wise help. And you know, what's cool, man. There's so many people that can raise their hand. And if you are aligned value wise, yeah, then it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's use your expertise, some of my money and let's, let's make this happen. And so the journey I'm on now, brother, and it's just, it's, it's scary because it's new. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And so it's, there's so many emotions that are going through. And so it's fascinating. I coach people on this yet coach myself. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go work with my coach on this for myself. <laughs> well, it's what's so, it's so fascinating because the world of financial services, it's well-intended, right? I mean, you worked in that world, you're selling investment, you're selling insurance, whatever you're selling and you're out there. And even as a financial services provider, you're not really learning this stuff. They're not teaching you because if they taught you, you'd be able to break out of the rat race and be able to do whatever you want, right? There's kind of a, a little bit of a hook that they want to keep you in. And, you know, it's it's incentives. The incentives are, hey, we want to keep money in traditional equities because publicly traded companies, you know, traded a much lower uh, return to investors, but a much higher valuation. And, and the whole world of financial services is built around that. So it's not, you know, nobody is at fault individually for it. But what's so beautiful is once you get a little bit of insight into the world of private equities, they're essentially just private businesses that you're investing into. Maybe they happen to be real estate businesses. Maybe they happen to be oil and gas. Maybe it's promissory notes. Maybe it's any of these different types of opportunities that are out there. And there's experts that their job is to go out and do the exact same thing. Like what's cool about private real estate, when you're buying a 200 unit multifamily building, the only difference between that and a REIT is the REIT started out as a big fund and they decided to go public so they could cash their private investors out at a much higher multiple, like three X what they would get selling on the private market. And so it's so important to start getting that knowledge and understanding that so that you can then start building another path right? It's just knowledge. You just apply the same things you learn in business, but now in a new sector and it can get you really, really far. So talk to me about 
what led you to make that decision to then exit this business, right? You've got comfort there. You've got identity. You know how to build that business. You've done it a few times. You've figured it out. And then you have the exit. What led you to making that decision? Yeah, man, I just, uh, I knew it was time. Um, you know, when you're not passionate about something, that's mm. going to show up in a lot of areas of your life. And I've mm. gone through that before. Told you the second company was like six years of just awful. And yeah. I own that. that. Look, I made the decision, but I don't ever want to get back there. And you could just really feel that, you know, this is comfortable. Yeah. And like you said, there's this identity and I'm well known in this industry and blah, blah, blah. I'm also getting bored. Um, yeah. I'm not being challenged. And that's going to start to show up in other areas of my life. It's going to show up with my family. It's going to show up, you know, spiritually. It's going to show up mental health wise. And I don't want that because yeah. life is a journey, in my opinion. And look, if someone chooses to be in one career and it, and it really like fills their bucket, good for them. I'm just yeah. not the guy I've realized. And so I love to be challenged and like the let's go win thing. I didn't mean for it to happen, but it it's I've surrendered to the fact that, look, there's something here. I love that. I want to give more to other people. How do you monetize it, Jam? <laughs> Don't know. But you know what? Pete, like Steve, who introduced us, I know he knows how to do it. Yeah. And I finally found him. He was my who. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, it was just time. And I could feel myself kind of not negative, but somewhat cynical. And that's yeah. when I was like, no, this is not who I am. I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want to be wealthy, which is what let's go wins all about. Let's go create another one. And so that's the journey. That's the chapter I'm in right now. That's so powerful for everyone who's listening. I challenge you to ask yourself that question. Who are you and who are you really like? How can you show up more of that person that you desire to be, which actually really leads us right into one of my favorite pieces of really naming your number. It's, you know, it's purely mindset. It's what is that ultimate vision of the life that you're looking for? So Jam, you're a mindset guy, you're living it, you're breathing it, you're helping people with it. What is that life that you're building towards? What does that look like? How are you spending your time? Who are you helping? What are those things that really inspires you to go out and create this next chapter of your life? that you're really excited about. Yeah, it's it's this chapter coming up is going to be so different because both my kids are now about to exit, well, five more years for my youngest high school. And what that yeah. looks like, brother, is I don't ever want to miss my son. My one son will definitely play tennis in college, probably pro. My other son will probably play baseball in college. And I don't want to miss those games. Yeah. So that's start, That starts it, right? The other part is I'm from Montana originally. Now I've oh, been away from Montana for over, oh my gosh, 22 years now. And there's a, my heart has never left it. That's home. And so I tell you that to say part of that vision is spending six months a year in Montana with that home that I've always envisioned. And it's clear as day. I can see it, man. Oh. And, and my wife loves the ocean. So that means either Florida, Hawaii, I don't know, Portugal, wherever she chooses, it's her choice a home on the water. And so then I can start to look at, okay, I got some numbers here and I can start to do some math and calculations. Well, that led me to my number. Um, but it wasn't all that long ago. That's what's so fascinating, Steve, with you and I meeting me yeah. finding that number that yeah. wasn't like I was clear on this five years ago. I don't think I was yeah. clear on it until about five months ago. Yeah. And 
I finally become clear on it, but I don't know how it's going to happen. So we're clear. And that's so much fun for me because yeah, it's scary, man. I got kids and tuitions and tennis Academy bills and you know, everything that comes with it. But at the same time, I have utter faith and belief in what I'm doing in what building as a team. And so now that I know the number, now I just have to execute. So I can look in the mirror and say, look, you either will do this or you won't, but you get to own that. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love this. There's so much in there that I think can really inspire others around your vision. You're clear on it. It's emotional. You're connected to it, brother. My dream, big, huge house in the mountains with amazing views big house on the beach. Amazing views. I feel like we're going to have to do some vacations together or something. I love it. Um, but from that place, you've set that you've focused on what you want, why you want it. You're connected to it. You've set that target. You don't need to know how, because there's a million different ways to get there. There's a lot of vehicles. There's some that are faster, slower, some that will never break down some that have a little bit more maintenance you need to do. There's a lot of different ways to go down that path. So when you were actually coming up with your number, kind of following the process that you were following, talk to me about what that number is and kind of how you got there. Yeah. So my lifestyle, uh, it, you know, seven figures has been what I've been making since I was like, I don't know, 26. Now know this guys, everyone listening, I'm not money motivated, not even a little bit. I'm just not, I like to create really cool experiences. I would like for my kids to want for not, not that they get everything, but if I had to, they can, they can acquire it. Um, and so my number really broke down to, all right, what would it look like where there's zero worries at all, where it's complete freedom. And I'm talking financial freedom in terms of, I don't stress about money, period. And I've never reached that because my number, I'm a big number guy and $3.33 million a year is the number coming in every month, right? Or excuse Mm. me, not every month. It was every year, not every month. It could be every month eventually, but my number is 3.33 million every year. And I went through all the budgeting. I looked at everything and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't be concerned. Now there'll be other concerns, right? There'll be you know, whatever else you want to buy and the stupid stuff you start to buy when you make money, which is silly. Um, But I wouldn't be concerned financially at that point. We can travel the world the way my wife wants to. I get to enjoy the property in Montana the way I want to, the, the beach home. And so that's my number. And it took a long time, at least in my head, to arrive there, to figure out, oh, that's the number. Totally. And so I call that and I call that your ultimate number, because that's like dream freedom, your everything you could ever imagine you'd ever want to do. You're there and you're arriving there. You're arriving in style and it's just boom, I made it. And you're setting big goals because, you know, you can achieve them. And that's that place. What I'm curious is just to kind of compare where you're at now. What do you spend every month in order to live the life that you live today? So this number is a little frightening. And my wife is the one to blame because she does the budgeting Uh, (laughs) on a monthly basis. When last time I looked, which I should, this is where I'm terrible at finance. Uh, So many of us are about 48,000 a month that, that we spend, which is far greater than a number that I ever thought. Again, I'm a small, a kid from Montana, man. Like I'm simple. 
but it's amazing how quickly that happened and yet how normal that is. And so 48,000 is the number. Now I will say I could greatly reduce that. And once my kids actually go to college, we yeah. will greatly reduce our number, which is crazy because yeah. the tuition they're paying. I, I went to public school, man. Um, but I've kind of learned too, to right? surrender to all this where it's like, look, this is just the journey I'm on. So it's about 48,000. So love that. Great example. You're in a place, you're living the life, you're enjoying it. You got the family, you're making great money. Talk to me about how much did you pay in taxes? You don't have to tell me the exact number, but was it 20%, 40%? Was it a big number? I don't, if, does the IRS listen to your show? Cause my accountant is freaking phenomenal. Uh, I paid less in taxes than the average person. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Super important because if you're in that position where you're, you're earning and spending that much, there's so many strategies you can use that just from an active income standpoint, but here's, what's beautiful. This is the reason I wanted to get to this number so we could back into it. As an example, you've got a heck of an amazing life goal number 33 million of net worth is what you'd need if you were creating 10% returns in order to get to that 3.33 million per year right 33 million dollars target target ultimate net worth number i would even say let me scratch net worth it's actually investable assets number that's the money that's working for you yeah, but I what's cool I, about this i'm so sorry i just have to ask you because I did it at 4%. So I think I did it at 83 million. This is how much I need help. I yeah. need your help, brother. Yeah. But that's yeah, how 4%, 4 is like you're putting that money into like a savings account and there's there's nothing there. But what's cool is there's so many strategies where you can create 8, 10, 12% a year and you do it where you have, you know, a low leverage loan that's just creating that as a note or you're investing that money into real estate that pays you as cash flow that cash flow is not as secure in the sense that it comes in every single month like a promissory note is but oftentimes you're making that investment into a physical asset uh, that is paying you every month you're probably going to get appreciation as well so your your return number can be a heck of a lot higher than what i'm talking about some people when they hear 10% they think dude you're crazy i'm like let me show you some ways you can make 15 20 um but let's back it into something that's easy so you're talking about right now, $576,000 a year to live the life that you're living. Amazing life. You love it. $48,000 a month. What's cool is if you back into that, that only takes $5.76 million of investable assets at 10%, right? So what a much smaller number to have a much quicker win just to cover where we're at. And what I love is like, when you're creating your passive investment plan, you get to choose like, do I want to sacrifice today in order to get there faster? But I don't really believe you need to, right? A lot of people, Dave Ramsey, a lot of people out there are like, don't go to Starbucks, don't go out to eat. It's like, no, dude, I'm trying to live my life. I know how short life can be. I've lost loved ones young. And when that happens, it's brutal. And so you're like, cool, I want to live today, but I also want that future tomorrow. How much more achievable does it feel to know that you could be passive income free with that number. Yeah, I mean, you damn near cut my number in a third. So um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I arrived at 83 million, did it at 4% was like, cool, man, I got this. And 
I'm probably going to leave that and just hire you because that's a hell of a lot easier to have actual tangible, like, Hey man, this is your plan. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, to me, that's, it sounds, it's just not, that's, that's simple to go attain that. And I mean, shoot, I'm almost, it's not far from there right now. So it's just yeah. interesting, brother. I never looked at it that way. Um, and it just tells you, I don't know that side. And this is why I love what you're, you're talking about, because this is not available to human beings. This education, yeah. I went to college, man. I went to three schools. You know, I, I was in financial services for 18, 19 years. I didn't learn this stuff. So what you're doing is so important. And that's why it's so valuable to share your story here, because look, you're a guy made a ton of money, been earning money, uh, very well since you were young, had an exit, built that business, life exited, you're building another one. And you've got the knowledge, you've got the expertise. A lot of people have much less expertise than you. And when they're recognizing and seeing that you're in the same position as them, all of a sudden, boom, opens up a chance for them to shift that belief and step into it. So talk to me a little bit about what you're doing today in order to get to that original goal that you were working towards, like what are the strategies and things that you are using, right? You're, I imagine you're probably building a business, you're building some other income streams. Let's talk through some of those just to understand kind of like where you're starting from. Yeah. So I have a little real estate portfolio. Um, then I have Let's Go Win, which man, a lot has been put into that. Uh, my wife has been investing far better than I ever knew, by the way, in <laughs> um, both traditional, I guess is what you call it, you know, got some stocks and stuff over there, uh, a heavy in the IUL world, because that was the yeah. world that we came from way more than I thought, um, which that's, that's, she would be so much better at this portion than I am. Um, but well, what you guys make a great team. Yeah, no doubt. And now, you know, the other thing, brother, she has created two amazing uh, businesses herself, one in financial services as well, just because she's got so many contacts there. And then the other is she's got this nonprofit, which zero profit to us, yeah. but connections we've made because yeah. of it. And I don't know how fast it's going to go because the people we're surrounded with, I mean, it's, it's next level income wise that. Even, I mean, we're talking fringe billionaires and billionaires and it's like, yeah. oh, this is different. This is different than a hundred million. This is different than 400 million. Like, yeah, this is some serious Uber wealth that I have never really been surrounded with on a daily basis. And that's yeah. kind of who we are. So I answer that. I hope that answers your question, but it's, it's in many facets. Um, but I like that because what I see from it is that you're a business owner you know, business, you're going to go create a new business and that's going to be a new income stream for you. And then your wife's got a couple other irons in the fire. And it sounds like a lot of these are really working together, which I love. I love businesses and philanthropic um, uh, work that actually really fuels uh, one another uh, ability to go out and do and achieve that impact that you're looking for. So I want to give you an opportunity to kind of share a little bit more about let's go win, because I feel like you are somebody who we, we share a similar mindset. You're teaching, you're training, you're helping people blow up their business in exactly the way they want to, um, talk to us a little bit about what you do and kind of how you serve people. Yeah, man. Uh, so let's go win 
it all started. I wrote a book for my kids. It's called Let's Go Win Keys to Living Your Best Life. And I never meant to yeah. share it with anyone. Yeah. It was meant to be shared with my two kids. And the gal I was working with said, you are so selfish. And I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. Said, if you only share this with two human beings, you're selfish. All right, cool. Lesson learned. Publish. And what it led to is coaching. And I, you know, first couple of clients, I helped somebody lose 80 pounds. I helped a PGA golfer make a bunch of cuts. And then I started coaching uh, executives so that they actually enjoyed their life, not just their bank account. And now what let's go in is really morphed into is, is twofold. It's, it is the coaching and speaking that, that helps with revenue, if you will. And then the podcast, which you were a guest on, and he was awesome. You so guys, good. you were so good. And uh, that's my most passionate thing. Like when they ask that question of if you had zero concerns about money at all, what would you do? I would podcast. Yeah. I didn't expect to love it like this. That was not my intention. I am obsessed with this because yeah. I read a lot. I like to share that information. Yeah. I, I like to talk to other people, ask some questions and yeah. just sharing. So um, so yeah, the let's go in podcast. And then, uh, yeah, it's just the, those would be kind of the three areas, the podcast. I am writing another book, but uh, you know, if that makes money, whatever that, that just makes me happy. Um, so yeah, let's go in as I love it. If you guys are enjoying today's conversation with JM, I highly encourage you go hit subscribe, check out some episodes. Mine's going to be coming out shortly. I think you're going to really enjoy some of the lessons and you can actually directly apply them to a lot of the work that we'll be doing together here on this show. So um, in closing, love this episode, JM. Love hearing about your story. I feel like it's very inspiring and really vulnerable in the sense that it's showing people that, hey, no matter where you're at, there's always another level that you can go to and you can learn from other people. I feel like there's been some lessons on this conversation here. So I love diving into insights about how you hit financial freedom, what you're working towards next. Talk to us about what is your advice for those listeners who are on the path towards creating their ultimate vision and ultimately life financial freedom. Get quiet. Uh, you need to spend time looking inward to really understand what you value, where you want to go, and why is that important to you? It's really the questions that I have my clients ask all the time. Like, why is that important to you? And why do you want to do that? Just if you keep asking why you will arrive at that question. Um, so that would be the main thing. And I often will go away and spend time with just me uh, for several days. And whether I'm water fasting or I'm just like, that's important to me to just get clear. And once yeah. you do that, like you said earlier, the how doesn't, it doesn't matter. The who like meeting you, I already know we're going to do business together. You're going to teach me so much when it comes yeah. to investing. And so the who shows up and now it's like, oh, you have a goal. I know how to get you there. So you don't need to know how you met me. And yeah. so that's what I would tell people. Just go inward, figure out what you want, and then go meet some who's and, and, and get it done. Well, I super appreciate you, JM. I feel like I met a new friend, brother from another mother, from a mindset perspective. Really appreciate the time. All of you listeners out there, thanks for joining us. Absolutely take and apply some of these lessons in your own world. Have it over to investormindset.com slash number to grab that resource to start creating your vision and outlining your financial balance sheet now. 
you're going to love going through that process. It's going to give you the clarity that we've been talking about here. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Von Finch Capital. If you're interested in investing alongside me in the same type of real estate opportunities that I personally invest in, then head over to Von Finch Capital and join their private investor network. You can do so at vonfinch.com slash invest. Join me on that next deal. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level. 